Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, doing another solo show here. Jeff's still out on vacation. He'll be back next week when we recap how week eight went down, when we get you ready for week nine. We'll be able to go over all that. And actually, too bad he's not here today. We just finished up a matchup this week, me and Jeff did, and I think he came out victorious, but he's not here to talk and brag about it, so we'll just skip right over that. And the game that just ended here, Redskins-Eagles, we might as well talk about that a little bit here before we get to the waivers part of the show. The Eagles get the 34-24 win, basically all behind Carson Wentz. Wentz is becoming, I mean, definitely a top option at this point, possibly top five, top six type quarterback option in fantasy going forward. I mean, why not? He's four touchdowns. He leads the league in touchdowns right now, and he's doing it by just throwing the ball around to a bunch of different guys. He doesn't have, I mean, maybe at this point you'd say, what, Zach Ertz is probably his top target. It's not Alshon at this point, only two for 37. Ertz had the five for 89 and a touchdown. Aguilar, another touchdown, four for 45, gets that touchdown. Matt Collins caught a big deep ball for 64 yards. Nice to see that. And well, Corey Clement caught the other one out of the backfield there. The run game wasn't much going there. So it's it's just, it's Wentz is leading them to victories here. It's just, it's fun to, he's a fun player to watch play. The way he got out of that one situation there, he's about to get sacked for about a 10-yard loss. Somehow found his way out of there. Got a big gain, got him the first down on third down there. He's a fun player to watch, and if you have him in your fantasy lineup, you're gonna be you're gonna be set at this point. And most people, you know, might have there definitely wasn't a QB one going into the season, but he's turned himself into that. On the Washington side, I mean, Kirk Cousins put together another good fantasy day, 303 yards, three touchdowns. It's that's solid, and he keep, continues to put up those kind of points every week and keep ranking him top ten because of it. And he's a, he's another just quality option and the nice thing to see today was Jordan Reed two touchdown catches eight catches for 64 yards he finally looked like Jordan Reed again it's been a long time since we've seen Jordan Reed do much of anything at all so to be able to see that and see him you know look like the player that we've all thought he was was a great thing to see problem is how long can he do this because the health is always concerned with reading. He went out in the, during the game, he went out, got banged up a little bit again. And that seems to be a theme with him. So it's hard to trust him like that, but people have been putting him on their bench. If they picked up another tight end, maybe haven't been trusting him. But at this point you, you play him until he gets hurt again. If you have him on your team, because it's hard to find a more talented option at tight end than Jordan Reed. If he could just keep himself healthy, he'd be just, he'd be a terrific option every week. It's just, that is a problem, keeping himself healthy. And then the run game there for <laughs> Redskins today, not a lot going there either. It was Chris Thompson and Rob Kelly, both with seven carries. Thompson turned it into 38 yards, while Kelly only was able to manage 16 yards. Thompson had the five catches for 26 yards and a touchdown, so made himself a worthwhile play again in PPR, even better than standard. And he, he's probably a flex option going forward. You're going to get weeks like this. You're going to get nothing weeks. But I think the the decent weeks are going to definitely outweigh the bad. So keep playing it. But Rob Kelly coming back from injury, just nothing there right now. And I think the way they're playing this and using Thompson, I don't know if Kelly will ever get the value again that we thought he could possibly have or even had last year. I think that's 
kind of gone out of the way now. It's not happening again. So let's just move right into the waivers. The week eight waivers. This might be the weakest edition of the the waiver ads yet this year. I've said it a few times where it's been kind of a weak week, if you would say. And this one is, it's a lot of speculation plays. There's not a lot of sure things here. And how I'm going to do this, mainly our what we do for our list, we take the ESPN list, any players that are owned in 50% of leagues or less, those are the ones eligible for our waivers. So we'll go through that. So like some you might say, um, Latavius Murray might be out there in your league. If he is, he's probably still a good option. People did drop him after looking like McKinnon might have overtaken that backfield. And it's kind of shown it's a split. So McMurray would probably be towards the top of our list, but he's old, he's owning 65% of ESPN League, so that's why he doesn't make it today. But some of the other options here that I like, mainly going forward, Deion Lewis. He's owned in 20.4% of leagues, and I've liked what I've seen from him last two weeks. Here we go, the last three weeks, he's gone from 7 carries, 11 carries, 13 carries. He's actually getting carries, and we always thought of him as more of the receiving type back. But they are trusting him in the run game a little bit. And to see that kind of, you know, those kind of carries, those kind of touches for Lewis is great because he's looked good doing them. I, I'd pick him up, and he's a, he's a flex play at this point. And he's out there in quite a few leagues, so I would definitely be looking to pick him up. And, it, I mean, it's, a, it's the Patriots offense is great. It, the problem is, yes, you don't know how long this will last, when he'll be, you know, banished back to the bench in a way, not really for anything he did, but... Because James White all of a sudden is going to take over, you know, that kind of thing. That is that is what happens with this team, so you never quite know. But at this point, he looks like the best option going forward there. Some other running backs that we like this week. I'm, I mean, I'm a big Marlon Mack guy, and I've talked about him a lot. And I love the talent there. I, I really feel like he is by far the most talented back in that Colts backfield. I mean, Gore has been a great player. He's had a Hall of Fame career. He's just 34 years old, and he's still he's doing he's fine. It's still Marlon Mack is dynamic and looks good. He was able to get five carries this past week for 26 yards. Was able to he had 40 receiving yards. They're getting the ball a little bit more, and I could see them getting more, giving him more touches as we go on. Stash him on your bench. I really like his potential here, and I think at some point we're really going to see him shine through. Some other guys, Alex Collins. He's getting the most carries in the Ravens backfield. Double-digit carries now in three straight games. In the two before that, he had nine and nine. So he's been getting a good amount of carries every week. This was his worst week this past week in amount of like for yards per carry-wise. But it was against Minnesota at Minnesota. That's a tough play for him. Still, pick up Alex Collins if he's out there. If You, you need a guy who's going to get some type of carries maybe in bye weeks. He's not a starting-worthy player. But he's worth a bench spot at this point to see if there's something there. I would probably just avoid the Seattle backfield. You can pretty much pick up any one of them at this point. Lacey, Rawls, Procise, who got hurt again. You can pick up any of these guys. But who who knows who you can trust? I mean, they had situations and drives where they had all four backs in there during us Rawls, Procise, and McKissick all. So just stay away. I mean, Lacey was, he looked better. We had 11 carries, but it's still only 34 yards out of that. Rawls, he's kind of <laughs> getting the split there with Lacey. He had 11 carries as well, 36 yards. They're about the same. And you can't trust any of them. You don't even know. You wouldn't know how to play them. So you just kind of, I just stay away. Deontay Foreman is another speculative ad. He's owned in 15% of leagues. He obviously didn't play this past week. So he's out there. He was in 
three of his seven, three of his six games this year, he's had at least 12 carries. I mean, Lamar Miller isn't lighting the world on fire over there for the Texans. Deontay Foreman has some potential. They might want to see what they have in him. And he's, I think, a pretty decent ad. I mean, at the very least, put him on your bench. You can. There's a lot. I mean, it's hard to see a team that couldn't use Foreman, you know, as an ad on your bench. And if you are a Lamar Miller owner, and Devontae, or Deontay Foreman is on the waiver wire and you don't own him yet, go get him. This is a player you need on your bench. Because at any time, it could become more of a Foreman backfield. Or if Miller gets hurt, Foreman's going to have a lot of work there. And you're going to be you know, disappointed that you missed out and you didn't have him on your bench when you got the chance. If you need a play for this week, you probably look at the Raiders running backs. Jalen Richard, DeAndre Washington with Lynch on a one-game suspension. The problem is here, who's going to get more carries? I don't think there's an answer there. I think they're pretty much a 50-50 split. And look what they did last week. 9 for 31 for Richard, 9 for 33 for Washington. They're very similar players. They're going to get the same amount of work, I believe. It's hard to really make a decision there on who it is. So I guess if you maybe have an idea, just pick one. <laughs> anyway, go with your gut on that. I honestly, I wish I could give a good reason for either or, but I can't. I I don't have a real good inclination who the player would be. I personally, I like DeAndre Washington. I have in the past, I've liked him a little more than Richard, but that doesn't mean anything. I don't know if it, it Richard gets just as much work. He's He got a touchdown. You know, he's definitely, or Washington's actually the one, yeah, we got the touchdown. Richard got more receiving yards. But, I, I mean, I do like Washington maybe a bit more, but that doesn't mean anything. They're so close, and the Raiders, you don't quite know what they're going to do. But if you need a play, you absolutely are desperate this coming up week because Week 8 does have quite a bit of buys here. You know, pick one of those guys up. That could be a solid play. All right, some other players that we could talk about here. I mean, wide receiver-wise. that's like, We'll go, go over there and check out some of these guys. Kenny Stills had a big game there, mainly when Matt Moore came in. And I, I saw a stat here. I wish I could credit it. I'm not sure where it came from. But last year, I believe he got about 23% of Moore's targets. So that's a pretty solid percentage. Maybe that's part of why, with Parker out, he's going to be a good option there. So Kenny Stills, if you are in the need of wide receiver, especially this week with the buys coming up, he's a good add. Obviously, I just mentioned these guys real quick because these are always players that you need fill-ins for a week. These are guys that can always fill in. Players like, oh, this, I mean, let's see here. Actually, all these guys are pretty much on buys. So you're not picking them up this week. The Marquise Lee types, the Cooper Cup types, the Alan Hearns types. That'll be more for a week nine if you need some fill-ins. They're all on buy this week, so you don't really go for them. They're just the same type every week. Jordan Matthews came back from injury this past week, only had two catches, but you can see him maybe easing himself back into you know, the lineup and into the work here. They have um, Oakland coming up this week. Oakland is not known as the best pass defense in the world. Jordan Matthews is a talented wide receiver. He's probably the, he has, he's the most talented wide receiver on this Buffalo team right now. Look to throw him on your bench and possibly play him. You might actually need to play him. Yeah, he didn't show anything this past week, but there is the potential there that he could actually be a decent play for you know the upcoming week. Some other options. Josh Doxson, he's played quite a bit um, ahead of Terrell Pryor tonight in tonight's game here. He had well, three catches for 39 yards. He is becoming a better option for them. They are really starting to look for him more and more as the season goes on. It's not a lot yet, but we know the talents here. This guy was a top, you know, pretty high draft pick. So look for him going forward. I I, I like 
I like his potential here. You know, hopefully it'd be nice to see him put it all together. Again, if you're looking for, if you're a desperate play for this week, maybe a player like Robbie Anderson from the Jets going against Atlanta. If you, you know, need the, another player you're looking for potential down the road, Mike Williams from the Chargers. Obviously, he hasn't done much yet. He's only had one catch in his two games that he's been out there. But, you know, he's a top 10 pick in the draft. There's talent. And at some any time, it could just start shining through with that. For the Steelers, maybe Juju Smith-Schuster got a touchdown this past week. Um, there's a bunch of drama surrounding Martavis Bryant right now, calling out teammates, you know, wants to be traded, didn't show up for practice, called in sick, as you want to call it, on Monday. Just a lot of stuff going on there. And this could be the benefit of Smith-Schuster, who's a pretty good player, it's looking like. I mean, I don't necessarily think he has the talent Martavis Bryant does, but Martavis Bryant's obviously not putting it together. So Smith-Schuster becomes a pretty solid option here. If you really are looking deep, if you're in a much deeper, deeper league and you want a play, some of these guys we're talking about, no one, no one's available because that happens. I know you guys have deeper leagues than this sometimes. One of those guys who I liked in the preseason quite a bit was D.D. Westbrook. And with the Jaguars on by this week, he won't be back till week nine, but he could be activated for that week nine game. He was put on IR before the season, but I really liked what I saw in the preseason from Westbrook. He had 288 yards in the preseason. Yeah, it's preseason. I know doesn't really mean much, but I liked what I saw from him. And with Lee and Hearns, like you talk about, they're, they've been okay, but they're nothing spectacular. Definitely could see Westbrook, you know, getting at least a look and seeing maybe there's something there. And I would love to see what he could do I, I'm, I'm a big believer in D.D. Westbrook. And, it, I mean, I really thought I thought this year was pretty much a bust after the injury, but maybe it's not. Maybe there is still something there. And, let's see, one last option here at wide receiver, who probably should have been before some of these guys, but it's Ted Ginn. And Ginn, seven catches, 141 yards against Green Bay. He's had back-to-back double-digit scoring games. He's had three of his six games this year, double digits. He's a big play guy, so when he gets these touchdowns or gets big plays, he's going to be up there. But if you, obviously with the bye weeks, he's a pretty solid option going against Chicago than going against Tampa Bay. I like him a little bit. Not, you know, you might get nothing out of him, but he does have the potential to put up some big, big points there for you. If you're looking at tight ends, honestly, not a lot I like there if they're under 50%. I liked, I mean, Austin Hooper, I was hoping he would do something against New England, only one for six. So don't even look for him. I, I was a big believer in him going into the season, and it's it's not happened with him at all at this point. So you can pretty much kind of forget that. If you're in a really in your bad spot and you need somebody, maybe a Jack Doyle. He's the Indy hasn't been good. Their offense is terrible right now. But Doyle it does you know he's an okay option most weeks. So you could you could roll him out there and hope to get maybe five points if you're really desperate. I guess at this point, you probably, I mean, you could look at OJ Howard after his big week with the two touchdowns. Not really trusting that yet, but, you know, six for 98 and two touchdowns is pretty impressive. And, I mean, OJ Howard's a first round draft pick. They could be starting to look for him a little bit, and that maybe shows them that he could do a little bit more. So, yeah, that could be somebody that you could look at here. Maybe we'll talk about some streaming quarterback options, which, again, this is in a week that I'm 
overly impressed with these options. If I'm looking at 50% or under players here, let's see. We have probably the best one is going to be Andy Dalton against the Colts. That's probably, if you're looking for a streaming option, Dalton's probably the best bet there. He hasn't, you know, he's had the last two weeks, not very good outputs. And really, six games this year, he's been over 20 twice and not very good a lot of these other games. But the Colts defense, not... You know, not an impressive defense. So if you need an option this week, Dalton could be that. Josh McCown, he's always an option. He puts up a lot of points. They're going against Atlanta. It doesn't even matter who really they go against. Atlanta's been a decent pass defense, but McCown just seems to put up points a lot. He's had, look at these, I mean, these past three weeks, he's had 17, 24, and 30. Solid outputs. Another game here, let's see, Vikings. You could throw Case Keenum out there against this terrible Browns defense, but that's also what we thought we could do with Marcus Mariota last week, and that didn't happen. But if you're really desperate, Case Keenum could be an option. He hasn't looked great. Again, this isn't this isn't ideal. This is more if you're in a deeper league and you really need to throw somebody out there, maybe you go with him. Other than that, not much I like here for the streaming quarterback options this week relatively, you know, tough there if you're that's the route you've been going. I wouldn't really recommend pretty much any of those. Maybe Dalton's probably the only one that looks like it could be. If you're looking at defenses here, let's see, the Eagles defense is owned in under 40 or under 50% of leagues. They've been okay. They they haven't really hurt you. They have the week one was a big week. Since then, it's just been decent weeks. They haven't put, you know, haven't been forcing a lot of turnovers and getting touchdowns, that kind of thing. But they're solid options. They're going against San Francisco, who looked terrible against the Cowboys, as you expect. So the Eagles could be, you know, solid option there. Bengals against the Colts, that's another one that you could roll out there. Again, yeah, the Bengals haven't been spectacular. This past week, they weren't very good. But it's the matchup that could, you know, could be a decent one. And then another one, maybe the Falcons against the Jets. That's another one that you could kind of look at if you needed need some kind of defensive play for the week. But I think it's going to do it for the waivers for today. I don't really have much else to go off of there. If you have any waiver questions, maybe pick up the trade, whatever. Send us a, you know, email fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter. It's the FF Profit. On Instagram, we're fantasy football profit. You can go check us out there. I'll have my top 10 list of waivers. I'll put them in order when I make that post there for Tuesday. You can also go check us out on YouTube. We're on, it's Fantasy Football Profit on YouTube. You can find us there. You can subscribe there. We'll have some more stuff coming out on the YouTube page as well. But thanks to everyone for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow going over some rankings for week eight. Talk to you guys then.